Hey family, welcome, welcome, welcome to You Ought to Know, where we talk about things we think you ought to know. I'm your host, Jerome Matthews. Pop into our pod as we discuss fitness, health, nutrition, and let's see how we can balance those into our daily lives. Hey family, what is up? Let me let me ask you something. What does a new pair of shoes, um, an acrobat, and our next guest have in common? Balance. Oh, new balance. Boom, 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 boom. Dad joke or bad joke? I want to welcome to the pod, Miss Angie Flowers. Miss Angie Flowers, thank you for joining us. Hey fam. Whoa, yeah. Um, Angie, I'm so excited to have her on the show because uh, not only is from my perspective, I know she is an awesome athlete. I see she's an awesome wife, awesome mom, but it's one of those things that I want to make sure that everyone understands that balance is a thing that we are going through in life. And is it hard? Maybe. Is it worth it? Yes. But let's join in and we're going to talk to Angie and get to know a little bit more. Thank you so much for joining us, Angie. How are you doing today? I'm doing great. <laughs> Angie, thank you so much for joining us. And uh, uh, I'll also let you all know, if you hear me say mom, it's because, so I, I give a lot of people nicknames. And so uh, I gave her the nickname mom two years ago. And although she has children, uh, she's been so, uh, she's been so gracious in letting me call her mom. So thank you for that. Uh, but thank you. Thank you. How are you doing today? I'm doing great. Thank you That's for joining great. us. You're welcome. Um, great to be here. Talk to us about... First off, just who, how would you describe yourself first? I'm a wife and a mother, and on the side, I do cancer research at Northside Hospital. On the side, uh, I think. On that's the funny. side. <laughs> that's so it's funny. a part-time job. Okay, got Same. you. Okay, so uh, talk to us first about, uh, so you're a wife first. Mm -hmm. um, how long have you been married? Oh, geez, he's going to kill me. <laughs> 17 years almost. 17 years Yeah, I think almost. we've been together 20 years. Oh, that's so 20 good. Years. <laughs> 20 years. So, that's crazy. Uh, man, 20 years, I'm 27. Oh, that is a long time it's to know someone. It's a long someone. time, that's but it a... doesn't feel like it. It feels okay. like maybe we're 10 in or something. And so uh, so talk to me about just the, the, the life of, first off, marriage. You know, being a wife uh, of 20 years, I'm sure you've, you've seen ups and downs and everything like that. Mm -hmm. What was the one thing you realized you had to balance then? What was something that was just so surprising? I guess going from, you know, girlfriend, fiance, now wife. When you get married, it is not just about you anymore. Mm -hmm. It's you're a partnership in everything. And especially when you have kids united front on everything. Mm -hmm. I think that's really important. Um, Finding the balance in everything and friends in your work, um, the relationship with each other, which just because you get married doesn't mean everything's fantastic forever and ever. You mm -hmm. still have to work on it. Um, you have to put time aside just for that person, no matter how many kids you have. Mm -hmm. It's very important. And Toby and I are trying to work on this because we're not great about setting aside for time for date nights uh -huh. and time just um, for each other. Usually we try to include the kids in everything. Which is fantastic, but sometimes you need that one-on-one -on -one with your significant other. So, we're working on it. <laughs> I think, it. listen, family. When I tell you, I, it's so cool for you to say. I mean, you're it's it's a daily kind of task. You're working on it each day, and on the outside, I know the narrative that I've heard around just anyone who's met the Flowers family is, oh my gosh, 
they're perfect. Like they, like everything looks so much fun and they're doing this and, and that. And one thing that I've known about you for the past two years is you've always said, we, we, we're not perfect. Like we're working mm, at it. It absolutely. is something we're working at it all the time. So, and when I say work, I don't mean as something that I begrudgingly do. Exactly. I want him to feel loved. Mm-hmm. I want him to feel respected mm-hmm. and I want to feel respected mm-hmm. and loved and that I'm an important, I have an important place in his life. And I want him to feel that he's still in the forefront of my life. So mm-hmm. work just meaning he's always on my mind. He's gotcha. always, you know, a thought that I have. Because there's effort. I mean, I believe, I mean, it's probably with anything. Once you stop trying, then it's like, what are you, why are you putting energy towards it if you're not actually trying to make it better or stronger like that, right? right. Uh, what does balance mean for you, though? If, if just in a sentence or two, what would the word balance mean for you? Um, I would have to say how everything in my life is interconnected. Um, there's so many different facets in one's life and no matter how busy you are i want to balance those um different areas of my life Mm -hmm. work home toby the gym Mm -hmm. um friends family and i think if you tend to lean on one and something else gets forgotten then you lose that balance and Mm -hmm. we don't have it all figured out i don't have it all figured out um every chapter that we go through i feel like we learn something new and that we're still working towards a balance. Um, and with when it was just Toby and I with no kids, mm-hmm. that was a different kind of balance. We had a little bit more room to go out with friends. We had a little bit more room to go to work and then go to the rock climbing gym until 10 o'clock at night. Mm-hmm. We don't have that anymore. And that's okay. It's just a different chapter of our lives. So we had to find something new. What well, can we fill that fitness space? Okay. You know. So with? fitness was already a part of... It you was, know, your relationship it was, before. Yes, it was. Um, when we first got married, I ran and I did a couple, I was part of a gym. And then later on, Toby and I found rock climbing together. Okay. And that was something that he, he will tell you all day long. I'm not an athlete. I've, I've never. That's all I've sports, heard from him. Uh-huh. Da, da, da. And then we go into a rock climbing gym and he's like, oh, one of the best <laughs> day one. I'm supposed to be the athlete. Uh-huh. I'm supposed to be the one. No, uh-huh. not really. Um, so that was really cool to experience that together and to grow together in that environment and watch him excel. Um, and in the end, he ended up teaching me so much because he learned so quickly. So, so that was one way to balance. But when we had kids, that's what I was going to say the first, so you have how many, I I do know this, but just for the family, how many children do you have? We have three kids, three beautiful children. We have a 13 year old, 11 year old and a four year old. Oh, that's so beautiful. And, and so first one, so as soon as Patrick was born, Mm -hmm. what, what was that like now we've had, so I I guess you, when were you were, when were, when did you become a cancer research nurse? Before Patrick, before Patrick. So So let's go, let's go before Patrick then. So cancer research nurse, you're balancing, you know, being a wife and, and mm-hmm. how was that now? You know, um, what, what was the struggle or not even struggle challenge that you had to um, kind of figure out at that point? At that point, I feel like it was balancing our families. Um, he's very close to his family. I'm very close to my family. And it was more, who are we going to spend Christmas with? Who mm-hmm. are we going to, the holidays and stuff. It ended up being fine. You know, that I, I wouldn't put it in the category of struggle at all. It was gotcha. just sort of figuring out how to balance time with our extended family, uh-huh. each other, our friends, and then um, 
And then fitness as well. What does, uh, what is cancer research nurse? What, like, what specifically does that entail? So my role over the years has changed. When I first started, I did solid tumors. Okay. So I did a lot of breast cancer, a lot of colon cancer, lung cancer, those type of solid tumors. Mm-hmm. Um, then I started in the BMT, the bone marrow transplant. Okay. So that's at Northside inpatient and outpatient. And so as a research professional, I will go in, consent the patient. Okay. If, if there's a study that maybe they're eligible for, the doctor will will have us um, go in, talk to the doc, talk to the uh, patient, talk to their family, give them the consent form to look over, and we go through everything that they could expect. Mm-hmm. So we're sort of the liaison between physician mm-hmm. and the study, okay. whoever's running the study. Sometimes it's Northside, sometimes it's Mayo. It just depends on who um, who has written the study and who is the sponsor of the study. Okay. So. Patient education is a big part of it, and then data analysis and getting the reports done from all the treatment okay. and results and that type of thing. And then we send that into the sponsor. So what were the hours like for that? I mean, that seems like a, a lot to, that's a big task. List, they really, right? they're better than a floor nurse. Floor nurses do 12 hours a day. Sometimes I do 10, sometimes I do eight. Um and this is currently or before, like when you this first? This was before. Okay, now gotcha. I do about eight hours a day, but I only go into the hospital two days a week. Okay. So oh. we can, oh, oh, I can't wait to talk about that when you decided to make that shift, you know. But yeah. so here you are working 10 hour days mm-hmm. and uh, are you married now or, mm-hmm. okay, so you're married, mm-hmm. working 10 hour days. And I, I really want, because, you know, maybe we're not all cancer research nurses and, you know, a wife, but we have a lot of things on our plate and sometimes I even get trapped in that where I'm like, oh my gosh, I'm so busy. Like, how am I going to do this? And, and I have to remember you are not the only individual on this planet and you are not the only person trying to do things. You know, we all have to figure out there's some balance and that could be either maybe saying no to something or decreasing my hours towards this and then putting more energy towards that. So uh, here you are 10 hour work days. Uh, you're married. How was, how was that? And, and, and are you comfortable in that? And then you're like, now we're ready to have kids. Mm-hmm. You know, now we're ready to add yeah. to this. It was, Is it because you figured out that structure, that routine? I think so. I think we sort of fell into that. I feel like we were lucky in that we both had jobs that we really liked. And we still had plenty of time to to be with each other and with our families and with our friends. It seemed, I don't want to say easy, but I feel like it was pretty easy at that point. I feel like... With every child, it's been a little bit more difficult to have that balance. Mm-hmm. But not to say that if you don't have kids, your life's not busy. Uh-huh. Absolutely. Everyone fills their lives, whether you have kids, you're a student, you're you know just out of college, whatever. You're, you fill your life with friends, family, mm-hmm. you know, um, activities. So I don't want to say that just because when I had kids, it got busy. But that's when I really felt that. That's when I felt the strain Mm-hmm. That's when I started drinking coffee, I think. <laughs> <laughs> so it was the first, so Patrick. So Patrick's so Patrick. born, and then mm-hmm. what What was the immediate, it was like, okay, so now we have to change up the game plan, or do mm-hmm. you do you operate on the same routine that you were doing before and kind of hope that it works itself out? No, I feel like we were ready to change with whatever needed to happen. We knew that I would probably go part-time so I could be home with him. So this is the decision you made prior to him being born? Prior to him being born. um, We had saved up money, so that wouldn't be an issue. Not that it wasn't a stretch, absolutely. Mm -hmm. 
So that meant that maybe not going out as much. I think we cut the cable, you know, mm -hmm. like we just got rid of everything that we really didn't need. So mm -hmm. that way we could focus on what we wanted to focus on, which was raising a family. Mm -hmm. um, so Patrick happened, Maddie happened about a year and a half later, and um, I continued to stay home. I just worked about two days a week. And it, that ended up being a pretty good balance because I felt like I could be a good mom mm -hmm. because I could give them a lot of my time, um, but I could also do my part at the hospital okay. and, and contribute in that way. And I felt like um, I was still myself because I was, I was still in my profession. I was still contributing to the household, to the world. Mm -hmm. um, and I think it was about three or four years. Maddie, Maddie was three years old okay. when I started going to CrossFit. Okay. Because we could no longer go to the rock climbing, rock climbing. gym at night until 10 o'clock at Is night. that because just no one watched the children? They go to bed at 7. Gotcha. So if you get home, you know, from work at 5.30 or 6 o'clock, sometimes Toby would work, you know, till 8 o'clock depending on um, his job. So it was, it was more important to be home uh -huh. with the family. It was more important for them to have a, a good bedtime every night and just to be with them. So at that point, I feel like we both, sort of just dove into parenting um, a little bit more. And then I needed something. I think it was probably me. Um, I needed something else. Got you. And, um, and had, had fitness been like kind of therapeutic for you? Or? It had. I had been in sports since I was really young. I've always been active. And that was, I need it for my mental health. Mm -hmm. I mean, physical health, fantastic. But I need it. When I'm stressed, I need it, you know, for everything, for the anxiety that builds up. Mm -hmm. um, so I was running and I had a gym at a 999 gym per month oh, that's okay. that had like a Those row of treadmills <laughs> and some stair steppers. So I would run for 30 minutes uh -huh. and then I would do the stair stepper for 30 minutes. And it was like, okay, that's like, it. I've done this. But then it wasn't exciting anymore mm -hmm. and it wasn't worth getting up earlier than the kids for and it was just sort of pushed to the side and so the sports before you were doing track and cheerleading track in correct? high school cheerleading in college and high school um and then before that swimming played um, a little bit of tennis basketball softball just a little so bit you've been so used to just being on this regimen and like schedule just under like waking up i thrive with a very busy schedule Okay, so I you do. want you want to find yes. you want the I don't want to say chaos, but you want to find the calm and the storm or structure yeah, within. Structure, I gotcha. think that's what it is. Even okay. in college, when you have this big stretch of time every day, I like to make it um, into a structured schedule. I would get up and study, go to my classes. Always signed up for the eight o'clock classes so I could be done by ten. Had cheerleading practice for a couple hours. Had more practices, and then would always run three miles a day. Just oh, always, wow. every night, even if it was 12 o'clock in the morning, I would get it done because that's that was my schedule. That's uh -huh. what I wanted to get done in a day. So that, I feel like I thrive on that. So was there a point where that, like when, when did that routine not necessarily stop, but when did you have to reshift and say like, all right, so here's a new schedule that I have to... When I graduated. So as soon as yeah. you graduated. And then it was I like, got a, a nursing job and uh -huh. that, those were 12 hour days. So that was very strange for me to not be able to 
go do something because you're at the hospital from 6.30 a.m. to maybe 8 o'clock at night, depending mm -hmm. on the day. How was your mental psyche then? I, I mean, because now you've everything's changed. Yeah, it, um, I think it took me a minute to, to kind of settle into that and then just realize, okay, fine. Then you just shift and on your days off and you do a little bit more. Mm -hmm. And it was fine. It was just a reframing of, of how I was looking at it. Like not, you don't have to do the same thing every day. It can be totally different, mm -hmm. you know, what that looks like. But um, still in the end, get what I wanted to get done, done. Well, where did you get your, uh, I guess, mental composure to handle stressful situations? I And just in a small part, part I've seen you where we'll talk about things and you're like, everything's fine. Like we're okay. And it's one of those that I know that's something you've had to build and, and, and practice. And so last week we had um, Rashid Gale and he was talking about youth sports and how sports kind of helped him develop this idea that, you know, you will lose sometimes. Mm -hmm. And it's, I don't even want to say failure um, because failing is when you don't try, but you will lose. But sports helped him understand that and then to work hard and then just to accept certain things like, you know what, they were faster today, but I'm going to keep training and do this. Was it the same way with you just having sports around your life or when did you develop this, you know, mental fortitude to be able to attack situations like that? I think sports yeah, when I was younger helped a lot. I think also I went through a tough time. My first job um, out of college was at Children's Healthcare of Atlanta in their um, hematology oncology unit with kids. And I did not handle that well. I cried every day going to work. I mm -hmm. cried every day going home. And I had to figure out, I've got to make this work. Mm -hmm. I've got to be there for those kids. I've got to, you know, I've got to be the helper. I can't be the one that's just a mess and mm -hmm. crying. And I think just pushing myself through that and figuring out breathing, you know, mm -hmm. just taking a second, one thing at a time, one day at a time, you know, one hour or one minute at a time if you need to, mm -hmm. to get the job done. And what tools do you use? I mean, is it just that, like for you, just take it one step at a time or do you kind of take yourself so. away from things and then maybe meditate or? We do, we've started meditating with the kids a little bit, but um, I back then I did not. I didn't even know what meditation was at that at that point in my life. But um, I think taking a step back um, helps, and also just just taking a moment to breathe mm -hmm. has helped me. I do that even in workouts. Just breathe before mm -hmm. you pick up the barbell. Breathe before you jump on the rig. Mm -hmm. That type of thing. One thing that I've realized for me is awareness of um, okay. This is kind of hectic uh, because a lot of the times I was so used to, uh, I got it like, no, like it's not that bad or you don't have that much to do. And I became careless because in my head, I'm like, oh, you don't have that much to do. And then I would look at the schedule and I'm like, do you have like hours that you need to get a lot of stuff mm -hmm. done? And so me being aware now and being okay with, hey, you have a busy schedule, but if you really just take it one day at a time, then it will help. And I think I struggle with the fact of, you know, I was raised by a single mom and I'm like, there's no way I'm busier than her like that. I don't have children. So I'll add things to my plate because I'm like, here I am, no kids, you know, not married or anything. So I can do it all. But, but right. Can't do it. Nobody can do it all. Exactly. And you're very busy. Everybody's busy mm -hmm. and you can't just keep adding, adding, adding. If it's breaking you, if it adds to your 
fire, mm -hmm. you know, if you thrive off of that, then mm -hmm. fantastic. And so balance doesn't necessarily have to mean uh, equal workload. So you don't have to give the same energy that you give at the work to Toby, to your children. Balance could mean making sure that things are being taken care of in a manner that you're proud to say like, okay, so I've done my duty as a mom. I've done my duty as a wife and as a cancer research nurse. So how is it, how do you, when you wake up, what's your approach? You know, when you look at the schedule, what is, what's the first thing you think that you have to get done? It depends on the day. Okay. On the days that I go to the hospital, I pop up and I'm excited to go to the hospital. I'm excited to see patients. I'm excited to see my coworkers. That's my priority right then. Mm -hmm. Kids are still asleep. I leave at six o'clock. Everybody's taken care of. And I know Toby will take care of everybody. If they mm -hmm. have to go to school, they have to go to the doctor. If anything that is going to happen with them, that's he's in charge. And mm -hmm. I trust him. So I don't even worry about it. Um, on days where I'm, I don't have to go to work, then I pop up and I'm excited because I get to go to the gym and I get a whole two hour chunk of time where I get to pretend to be an athlete and I get to <laughs> just have this time that is for me. Uh -huh. And then I feel like I'm an even better mom when I get home because that part's taken care of. I did that for me. Mm -hmm. Now I get to do this for you. I get to take care of you. I get to play with you. And you don't feel selfish, right? That you, that you're taking that time for you. I don't, I don't feel selfish. I think at the beginning, the reason why I, I was able to do CrossFit was because it was before my kids even woke up. Mm -hmm. So I wasn't missing anything. And I don't think it's a selfish thing. I think it was more like, I just don't want to miss out on their life. Mm -hmm. Like this is why I'm staying home and only working part time so I can be with them and watch them grow up. But, um, but I don't think it's a selfish thing at all to take care of yourself first. Mm -hmm. So then you're able to take care of others. You're able to take care of your partner, your kids, your friends. Is this a conversation you have with, you know, your husband and those around you, like even the children that, that, you know, cause now they're, they're watching you, I'm sure. And based off of how you and Toby may handle situations, they're, they're receptive and they're, they're, they're saying, okay, so this is how I should respond to a stressful situation. Are you aware of that? You know, not putting that on them like, Hey, I'm stressed here or, or is it you're, you're open and you're letting them know, Hey, you, this is stressing me out and I would need help with that. And it doesn't have to I just think, be the children that Toby right, too. Right. Um, I think we're pretty open with that. I think it's okay for your kids to see that you're a person and a whole person. You're not just mom. You're also a nurse and you're also afraid for your patients, sad for your patients, happy for your patients mm -hmm. if they've had a great year. Um, and also as a wife, um, our partnership isn't perfect either. There's things that Toby and I disagree on. That's okay if the kids know that, mm -hmm. but they also know that when it comes to them, we agree on things and we will stand hard and fast on whatever rule we put in front of them. Or, um, you know, they can't come to me and ask for something and I say no and then go to Toby and he'll say yes. Did you have, growing up, did you have a lot of uh, the structure idea? Well, do you have any siblings? I have three sisters. Three sisters. So is this kind of across the board, like how this was built, you know, the whole routine. Did you live that kind of way growing up? Yeah. Like your parents put that on you or has this been something that you've always wanted to do? I feel like I grew up like that. Okay. Yeah. And yeah, the I same way with your siblings as well too. Yeah. We were all 
very busy. And I remember my mom telling us a bunch of times, the whole purpose of this is for us to be well-rounded human beings. It doesn't matter if you get a bad grade in English, Mm -hmm. if you're trying, you know, but that's just as important as going outside and playing soccer. You know, like she was very good about wanting us to experience everything in life and not just one thing. It didn't have to be all academics. It didn't have to be all sports. It didn't have to be all music. Mm-hmm. Um, but she wanted us to pick a couple sports, pick an instrument, you know, study hard in school. What was your favorite instrument? I played the cello, so I have to say the cello. Okay, I'm going to sound ignorant. The cello is the big... That's the bass. That's oh, the bass. that's the bass. Cello does sit in between your legs, but okay. it goes to about here. Okay, do you still play the cello? Not as much as I want to. Toby got it all fixed for me one year uh-huh. for one of our, I think it was our anniversary. And I said, okay, the big kids are ready to go to school. On my days off, I'll play the cello. And then I got pregnant, oh. which was fantastic. <laughs> like, hmm. But um, so I haven't put as much time into it, but okay. it's still there. Same thing with it's the children, though. Or do you tell them, like, play any instrument, play any sport? Absolutely. Try everything. Okay. Try everything. So when did you decide, all right, I'm going to take a step back with the cancer research and do eight-hour shifts? And when you made that that transition, how was that for you? Was it hard to do that? No, no. it really wasn't. It mm. was very easy because I was still able to do it a little bit. Mm. And I'm, I'm right now in my life, I'm very pleased with that. I'm very happy with that decision. And I wouldn't trade being home with the kids. I mm-hmm. really wouldn't, no matter how many sacrifices we had to make. And it really wasn't a sacrifice, That's you know, because yeah. I get to be with them. And then now they're in middle school and they, you know, kind of want to hang out with me, but kind of don't. So I know. that time goes by so fast. That's, uh, I, I don't know if you've heard a Darius Rucker song. It's like, it won't be like this for long. And yeah, and I think y'all do such a great job of capturing those moments. Um, I'm fortunate enough to see it on social media, and it's like, oh, my gosh. And like you say, I mean, there are moments there, are, and it's not work in a sense of, oh, oh, my gosh, we have to do this. It's like, no, you are putting forth effort, and it shows, and I'm I'm sure your children see that too. I'm, and But it's, it's probably hard to, because it was hard for me to realize my mom did not have to do, like, the things I – mean, Sure, like it's in my head, I'm like your mom. Of course, you have to feed me every day and be nice and give me a roof and clothes and all that. But now that I'm the same age as she was taking care of us, I'm like, oh my gosh, she didn't have to do like right. she, she didn't have so to stay much. up and do flashcards with us and all that. So um, that's really cool that your children get to see both of you making that effort and then balancing. You know, do you, do you ever feel like they think you're busy, like too busy for them, or is that something that you try to make sure you put things aside? I try, we try as best we can, okay. absolutely, to put things aside. There's some things we can't, mm-hmm. especially with COVID, when we were both working from home for a time, and they were all home too, trying to do home school. Mm-hmm. Um, and then there's Sam running around in the background. You know, there definitely were times where I felt like, does he know that I want to be with him and mm-hmm. I don't want to be on this phone call or this computer? I have to do this job. Mm-hmm. But um, I think it all evens out in the end. That's awesome. That's awesome. So uh, I did, you said something pretend athlete, and I think that's hilarious because you are very much an athlete. Um, What's one thing, what's one goal that you're trying to accomplish with with athleticism, and and how is it that you and Toby still share 
those moments with each other too now with three children it's been tricky uh-huh. um if we ever get to go to the same class it's so fun mm-hmm. and it, i do not take it for granted it's very few and far between that we get to do that together but um it, it is so much fun um is that something that you two had to kind of talk to each other like uh here's a sketch like i need cross i need oh, fitness yeah. i need this yeah. And that wasn't a hard conversation, I'm sure. Or was that something where you, because you said Toby said he's not an athlete, which right, I've heard that right, so right. many. I know. And he's then, like, oh, I play games and this. And it's like, yeah. and then I watch and I'm like, right. okay, I did well, too. Well, he said that to me. And then we went on our first date and he took me buildering. Do you know what that is? No. You climb buildings. We we climb buildings on our first date. Maybe it was our second date. That's so good. And I'm like, but you're not an athlete. <laughs> but we're on top of this public. <laughs> Wait, how do you build? Did you have to strap up and no, you just climb the building? Yes, he's insane. But I was like, this guy's fun. I was going to say to the hospital the next day. I had like cuts all over my hands. I was like, and you're telling people <laughs> I, I met the guy. He's so yeah, great. He's, yeah. he's <laughs> we went building. That's so good. But um, we did have a conversation to figure out how we could work in CrossFit. We both really liked it. We both wanted to continue with it. Mm-hmm. But after dinner, after school, they're sports for the kids, and mm-hmm. they're the priority. They, they're the one that gets to make the schedule um, for now. Uh-huh. So how can we figure it out before they go to school? So that's why I go to 5.30, and he goes to 7.30. As soon as 5.30 is done, I run home, I get the kids, he goes to the gym, and we get them on the, or I get them on the bus, and that's it. It's like a well-oiled machine. Yeah, I, now I it is. Yeah, <laughs> I, and, and that's so great point i mean this isn't this didn't happen yesterday you know this is trial and error you've had to go through this uh do your children do you think they know that um that they are the priority is that something you make sure you let them know like this is for you that we're doing this or is this something that you know they should just they 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 realize just based off of your actions i hope they realize it based off our actions i don't think we say it out loud Mm -hmm. but um I like you were talking about your mom like mm-hmm. you didn't realize in the moment how much she was doing for you until later but that's okay because she didn't say hey I'm doing this for you mm-hmm. I'm doing this for you and I'm doing this for you that's you're right you know yeah that's a good mom it was that's just two parent. years later or two years ago I was like oh my gosh you did so much right. I am so sorry I didn't say yes ma'am every single time <laughs> and that I did not clean the dishes that was so rude but um yeah so I, I guess uh, thank you for joining us and um if you had to just, what's one thing you, you, because like I said, everyone doesn't have three kids. Everyone's not a cancer research nurse and everyone's not a wife, but as far as balancing the things in life, what's one thing that you, you've learned and, and you would like to share with people, you know, is it hard? Is it something that is easy for some people and hard for others? You know, what's something you would like to let people know? I think it is hard at times for everyone. Mm-hmm. And I think it's easy at times for everyone. Lean into those easy times and give yourself grace for the hard times. Um, you will not be perfect, and things won't always be balanced perfectly because we're human. Mm-hmm. But um, just keep consistent and keep at it. Oh, that's so good. Thank you so much for thank joining you. us today. And uh, family, thank you so much for tuning in. We were talking about balance. So if you want to have a healthy lifestyle, make sure you include balance. And then if you want some new shoes, maybe new balance. Oh, boom, boom, boom. Another bad joke. But thank you so much. I hope to see you next week on another episode of You Ought to Know with Jerome Matthews. I'll see you, family. Have a good one.
hey, thank you so much for tuning in to You Ought to Know, where we share some information we think you ought to know. Hey, if you like this show, be sure to like and subscribe. Also, be sure to check out our show notes to check out our sponsors. We'll see you next time. Thank you again.